What is up, everyone? This is episode 45 of Shoe Booty Sports. That's the 1995 Michael Jordan coming out of retirement, joining the Bulls for the stint leading up to the second 3P version of Shoe Booty Sports. This is your host, Graham Powell. I know, right? This is your host, Graham <laughs> Powell, co-host Bradley Brown. Say hi, Bradley. That's me. What's up? Yeah, and yeah, college football is back. Awesome. Thank God. Of, yes, I know. Like the... Week zero was, uh, I didn't count that really as college football is back. Like this is, that's the week of let's get all these teams that aren't going to have primetime television games action. Like this is the week to do it. That was essentially what week zero was, but week one underway, a few big games, some really, some really good games like the App State, North Carolina game, among others, a lot of really close games, which happens. Appalachian State seems to be, they seem to do that every other year, compete against the Power 5 team and either beat them or compete like that with them. Of course, that's a top tier. They're not FCS, are they? I don't think so. Or Division 2 or whatever they are. I, I can't even follow what they call them now. One two division one two three FCS FBS whatever they're a smaller college school. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go with that. That sounds easier, well because it is. But three big games really that stood out to me. Well, really there were there were two. No, okay, there were big games. Just some ended up being really good games. Let me put it that way: Arkansas, Cincinnati. Ended up being essentially what I thought it would, competitive-wise. I figured it would be a competitive game. We both picked Arkansas to win. They did that. What did you think? The exact score. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I, yeah. I we'll obviously have to go had... back. I think I said thirty-one twenty-four. So. What did it end up being? Thirty-one twenty-four. Was it thirty-one twenty-four? Okay. What did I say? Like thirty-five twenty-seven? I think it was. Yeah. So we were both for essentially in the ballpark. We had a competitive game. If you said the exact score, I mean, props to you. Did did you put any money on it? No, that's the one thing I forgot to do this week or last week was, uh, yeah, set up my uh, online gambling, but did not do it. Probably a good thing. Probably a good thing after what I've seen from the weekend. So, Yes. Uh, the Okay, first of all, KJ Jefferson – I uh, looked like the leader of the team out there. Very impressed with him. Of course, KJ had a good year last year. You know, just yeah. but a lot of that was chalked up to, hey, he's got a absolute stud receiver, but you still got to get it. Somebody's got to get him the ball. You know, Traylon Burks the ball. KJ always takes care of the ball. Uh, he's smart with the football, smart with his decision making. He doesn't just like he's not one of those. He's not DJ. I just call him DJ five, the Clemson quarterback. He looks to, he doesn't trust his line and you can tell that still he, he doesn't go through all of his reads basically is what it looks like to me. And he takes off sooner than he should a lot of times. And a lot of times it's not even like, it's too soon to the point that like they, they know what's coming and they swarm him quick and we'll get to that game in a bit, but. KJ's smart about when to run and when not to run. Of course, a lot of, a lot of the times it's design calls, but he's he's smart about when to do it and when not to do it. He just he's he's a good decision maker, smart player, takes care of the football. I'm like I like what I'm seeing from KJ Jefferson. 
overall assessment of the hogs, what grading them, what would you give them just overall? And did anything stand out? Man, to you I give, I mean, I don't think I can give them an A. I can give them a B plus. It'd probably be an A if we, if we went and lost to any of our safeties or anything. I don't know. I'd just like to see more pass rush than what we were getting. Of course, I don't know if we were drawing it up that much, but. I wouldn't uh, go B plus. I'd say B, uh, B, B minus in that range. Uh, I liked what I saw from KJ. He missed a couple of throws, but I mean, KJ does, you know, he's, mm -hmm. there's a reason he's not going to the draft after this season as awesome as he is at Arkansas. And as much as I'm glad he's the Razorback quarterback, you know, he's not, he's not, um, CJ Stroud, you know, he's not just this projected obvious number one pick, you know, coming out. Of course, that's. That's not, you know, C.J. Stroud is the, you know, he's the cream of the crop as far as collegiate quarterbacks going to the next level right now. But we'll get to that. I like K.J. is my point. But, yeah, he did what K.J. does. He missed some throws. But he made up for it, too, you know. I think we scored. I think we still scored a touchdown on that same possession. He missed that throw. Like, uh, you know, the slant route to the end zone. I can't remember the receiver he threw it to. But Raheem Sanders is the rocket, was the guy that stood out to me. He's clearly kind of becoming the number one when last year it was a, it was a tripod of running backs, running back mm -hmm. by committee thing. And he, and they, and, oh, DeBinion, by the way. Yes, yeah, so DeBinion looked pretty dang good, man. Yes, he broke that one, full on broke that dude's ankles, made him faint. Like, didn't, <laughs> didn't like break, like he full on, like, looked like he fainted. Like, he, to the like i'm serious like it not only did his ankles just shatter it's like he just it was like a kill shot like he got hit and it was you know he just fell and just didn't even it was pretty comical like thinking back on it now but he was very impressive so he's going to be fun to watch in the years to come but rocket sanders obviously the looking like the clear-cut guy going over 100 yards I don't know that I don't know if he'll get to do that every game because I don't, he could if they asked him to do that, but yeah. I, I, he's probably not going to get the opportunity to do that, and that's that's a good thing I would say. I I don't want to see I didn't like seeing KJ, you know, running the ball at the end of the game. Now of course yeah. the the deciding first down he of course had to do it, but I mean I more so mean when the game's like locked up. It's like, nah, get it, give it to a back, hand off, let's get out of here, you know, type of thing. He takes enough hits as it is and got banged up a little bit in that one, mm -hmm. which he's going to do, hand, you know, with his style of play. But overall, pleased with KJ. Yeah, it would just be nice to get healthy in the secondary. Of course, I mean, just wouldn't we all, wouldn't everybody? But, yeah, I, I liked what I saw from Arkansas. Uh, look. Looked, I really like their chances, you know, heading into Saturday's game against South Carolina, which, by the way, what, the next three games are home games or something like that? Yep. <clears throat> Hopefully the next one's the only one that's 11. That's a, that's what? That's at 11. Oh, at 11. Uh, yeah, I, I like, think what? I ran like three words together, so my bad. Well, I, yeah, I did. I was like, <laughs> is that some kind of thing that just happened that I don't know? Yeah, about man, them games at 11. Okay, I got that, yeah. 
is it an 11, 11 o'clock game Saturday? Yeah, I believe so. 11, 11.30. It's the early kickoff. I mean, it makes sense. It's South Carolina. So, understandable. But LSU, Florida State looked like the most exciting. And by looked like, it was the most exciting game of the weekend. I missed, I missed all of it. I told you a little bit about what I did uh, Sunday uh, with my 13-year-old dog. Uh, being sick i was at the after hours animal clinic essentially all day and night and he's fine right now by the way he's in recovery so shout out dexter and they're resting so yeah i missed the entire game but watching the highlights i wow like i saw like the barstool uh mincy i think the guy's name is you know the old miss dude but yeah. he, and and he was all over the top, wild, uh, you know, talking about that's the most crazy two minutes I've, I've ever seen in our game. But he does that on like everything it seems like. So I couldn't like take him take it seriously, uh, just just because that's kind of his reaction to a, a lot of things. But then I went back and looked at. It, I was like, wow, that that was insane. So just all this back and forth looked like Florida State had it. Uh, give it up at the goal line. LSU gets it somehow, marches all the way down the field, scores on the last play of the game, and then a kick gets blocked. So, not the start Brian Kelly wants, you know, there at uh, LSU. What what did he say? Like, the this one of his oh, yeah, his, the thing out on the court in his southern accent, 91 on my games yet. Like, I just I had that rolling through uh, my head. Uh, I thought he would. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the y'all, his his terrible y'all. Well, just but, all of it. Yeah, all of it's terrible, but all of it was bad. But the that's what really st- stood out to me. The ninety one all my games yet. You know, I was now like, think, what the hell, man? You think that game was a better game than the uh, Florida Utah? Okay, that was a really good game. Yeah. Okay, the and LSU was Florida close for most of the game. LSU, LSU kind of had to come back. Yeah, yeah the they LSU Florida end. State. Well, I don't know. Let's keep let's keep talking over each other. Go ahead, make your point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, LSU oh, Florida you're... State was the wildest game. I'll put it that way. It was the most wild game yeah. of the weekend. Florida Utah was the best game, and yeah, I don't even know if Florida was ranked, but then they, they what were are they a, now? They, they are were, number twelve. But were they even ranked? No. Yeah, I thought that, and then I saw that they had jumped to twelve because they're hosting Kentucky this week. Quarterback looked good though from the high. We know what that's about. They they bumped up their numbers for the Kentucky matchup. I guess, but I mean they did beat a top ten team. They did. But who's so, saying that the top ten team wasn't overrated in the first place? Yeah. I mean Utah will do well in the Pac twelve. Yeah, they will. But it it's I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But I mean the Florida quarterback looked good from what I from the highlights I saw. I didn't watch that game. I was watching the Notre Dame Ohio State just Why? because uh, <laughs> CJ Stroud. It was, it, yeah, it was a game there for like the first half. CJ Stroud is the reason. He is the that is my clear cut number one pick in the draft next year. CJ Stroud is your next stud NFL quarterback. And he is—he makes every throw 
he can make every throw like you know that sideline like you know from the other hash mark that sideline throw or on that out that all the pros like like the superstar pros can make like that's a perfect like it's the stereotypical that's a pro quarterback throw he he makes it he made it perfect but the thing about him he makes difficult plays look routine he makes difficult plays and throws look routine and i was just I was just sitting there just wow at some of the stuff he some of the plays he made. And listening to his interview after the game, uh I I'm a big fan of that kid, man. CJ Stroud, dude. He's gonna do some big time stuff at the next level if he stays healthy, knock on wood over here. Did uh, he like give all of like the whole team like five hundred dollar gift cards to like yes, the suit shop? To yeah. get to get a suit, yeah. I don't uh, and and if anybody's going to be getting NLI stuff, uh, did I say that right? NIL. NIL. Okay, yeah, and not not a national letter of intent, but yeah, the name, image, likeness. There we go. If anybody's yeah. going to get that kind of stuff, it should be him. And I appreciate him doing that for his teammates, but yeah, you know, just let like let that be it. You know, like a. Don't let that be a sign of how you're going to spend your... He's going to make a lot of money, though. He's going to make a whole lot of money in his career if he stays healthy. Dude's going to be the number one pick, man, in a quarterback-rich draft. But I, I would watch Ohio State just for him, to, just to watch him play. I mean, he's an absolute king back there at quarterback, man. So what was the uh, worst game of the weekend? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, what was it? It was had to be Georgia just rocking the shit out of Oregon. Yeah, I mean that was not a good game. And I'm friends with a with an Oregon fan, and she had posted like a pic with her hubby at like B Dubs or something. She's all in her Oregon gear, and she lives in Florida, and she's like rocking all her Oregon gear, like getting ready for kickoff. And I'm thinking, oh, this isn't that's, go that's well. a bad that's a bad idea. And it did. It did not <laughs> go well for Oregon. It was so bad. God, the Bo Nix era got off to a rough start. Of course, he's been like that, you know, his entire career against Georgia, no matter what uniform he's wearing. What is he, a true senior now? Yep. True senior Bo Nix, is that what we're calling him? I'm not calling him that. I'm just calling him Bo Nix. I'm calling him true senior. I'm calling him true whatever he is, Bo Nix, because that's what all the announcers called him when he was a freshman. Everything, Every play was true freshman Bo Nix, true freshman Bo Nix, and it got comical to the point where I'm just sticking with it. So any, whatever year he is, he's true, whatever Bo Nix me. So he's true senior Bo Nix, as far as I'm concerned. So that's the backstory why I call him that. I mean, if you, you, you remember that, right? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> yeah. It was annoying as hell, but to the point I'm embracing it and I'm going with it just out of fun. But, okay, another quarterback stood out to me. Of course, I watch a lot of Clemson football. Uh, that's my team outside of Arkansas. And it started, it admittedly started when they made Alabama quit in the national championship game in 2018. Trevor Lawrence and crew literally made them quit, like mercy ruled Alabama. And from that point on, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm a Clemson football fan. Like, I don't care. And, of course, Arkansas football was not fun to watch at the time. So I needed another team to root for. Clemson became that team. They became the team I would watch 
on Saturdays until current head coach came in place. Never, never wasn't an Arkansas fan, but man, I hated that era. Hated that era during that time. But watching Clemson last year, like Clemson had a down year last year and they were 10 and three. 10 and three and won the bowl game. But it was just, you go from Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, top tier quarterback talents, and stellar off, you know, premier offensive play at the collegiate level to DJ Five. Uh, I still can't say his last name. They said it plenty of times last night. Still can't do it. So I just go DJ Five. I was really hoping you knew how to pronounce it because I did not. Uyungalele, Uyungalele or something. That's pretty close. I, I think. think the second was close. I think the second one was close, but I, I had to stutter a couple of times in my brain and spit it out before I could even get close. That still may not be right, but DJ five is just a lot easier to say, but the, like I talked about a little bit earlier, man, the offense still looks the same. It doesn't look like there was any improvement. And now he would make a couple, he made a couple of plays last night. On, like there was one drive in particular. He, where he let him down the field to a touchdown. I want to say he ran it in or threw it in or something, but it was, I was like, okay, there's something. All right, that's better. And they were up, what, 27, like 30, 30 something, 31 10, maybe something like that, uh, give or take. I don't remember what it was, but 34 10, I think is correct. Either way, they were winning, game's over. In comes the the freshman recruit everybody's clamoring about. Uh, Cade Klubnick. Yeah, I guess that's how you say his last name. Uh, Cade Klubnick, the number one dual threat coming out of high school last year. Uh, Texas, uh, you know, quarterback from Texas, th- three-time state champion. You looked at his stats, just a complete freaking winner, right? You're like, okay, this is, uh, on paper, this is the next guy. Let's see what let's see what they got. Like the fans were cheering as he's coming out. And I know that I think tech Georgia Tech starters were in the still in the game at that point. Yeah, I don't care. Were. And here's the thing, like like somebody like I made the comment on Twitter, uh, I'd be shocked if he's not starting in week two, which he probably won't be just looking at their schedule because they're playing Furman, you know, on Saturday. So you're probably no, you're not going to start him there, but he's going to get some playing time. He's going to play plenty in that game, I'm sure. Or if it, yeah, if anything, you might they'll they'll probably keep DJ out there a while just to get him more work. Like, let's get a really good look and decide what we're going to do. Like, really make a decision. Dabo knows. Dabo knows that Cade Klubnik is the guy. Like, he's the better quarterback. He's just, he's like, I don't want to rush him out there too soon. Is essentially what I'm, what I'm assuming. Cause it took me two throws. I don't care that it was the last, I don't care that it was at the end of the game and the game was out of hand. I don't care who it was against Georgia tech. I don't, I don't care. I saw two throws two the first two completions he made DJ five can't make those throws. There was one in particular, where he just fit it through the tightest of windows that got them down by the goal line. I was like, that's it. I mean, I've seen enough. I saw enough on the first pass, but the second one, I was like, yep, that's it. That's the guy. He's the better quarterback. It's just a a question of when do you put him in. Like, when they really hit ACC play, 
and they start and that offense starts to struggle, which they will do because that's what they've done the entire time under DJ five. It's gonna you're you're gonna hear a lot of fans clamoring for that freshman freshman man, freshman superstar. And I don't blame him. It's just essentially how soon do you put him out there? Dabo doesn't want to he just doesn't want to rush him. You know, he doesn't want to rush him. He knows I'm playing Georgia Tech. I'm playing Furman. I'm gonna this is my guy right now. He got us ten wins last year. As sloppy as it was at times. We'll play this kid when he's ready. You know, but it's of course he played Trevor Lawrence from the get go essentially over Ke- Kelly Bryant, but that's Trevor Lawrence. You know, of course, of course, you're going to start Trevor Lawrence over Kelly Bryant. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Cade Klebnik is the future at Clemson. It's just how soon does that era start? It starts this season. I'd be completely shocked if it wasn't uh, probably by week six. Like, so of course, you you say whatever on Twitter. I mean, it's Twitter. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I'm not. This is what I said, so this is what I'm going to stick with. That's Twitter. I said I said something in the to to if anything emphasize a point that this is the guy, you know. But you can you can nitpick all that. But point is, Kate Klubnik is the dude. He's the future there. And okay, going back to Georgia, Oregon. Uh, do you think Stetson Bennett gets enough credit? He's starting to, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I think after last, I think after this past weekend, yeah, he's he's getting it. See, that's the thing. No one would consider him probably a top. I mean, would you say he's a top three SEC quarterback? Yeah, I would too. I mean, I wouldn't put him over Bryce Young, of course. No, uh, I don't know who I'd put above him in that spot. Spencer you know, number two. What, what, is he the South Carolina guy now? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a hot start last weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't have a hot start any of, of last year at Oklahoma on a better sure. team. So that makes sense. A lot of people are high on the Kentucky quarterback. What, what, what's, and then the Mississippi State guy puts up all those numbers. Of course, you're going to do that uh, in Mike Leach's offense. But, yeah, I mean, just the plays Stetson made, where he scrambled around and then threw a touchdown pass. I mean, that's Stetson Bennett. You know, he's just a, he's just a damn good football player. He's not a pro. He's not going to light it up at the next level, but he's going to win a lot of college football games, and he's a champion. And he's got a lot of great pieces around him. They've got like a bill, they've got like a tight end factory there now, apparently, where they're just in create a player mode, and they just go and put the height, you know, on the creative thing, like six, seven, and then just put the weight at two seventy. Like, yeah, that'd be big. And then they watch how big they are on the image and like, let's make his muscles bigger. And then they do that. And then they hit create, they give him a name and then they hit create. And they've done that two or three times. And that's how Georgia has these tight ends. That dude is huge. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the, like the, who I thought is the best tight end in the country is not even that guy. It's the, it's the other guy. I can't even remember his name, but it's dude, George, Georgia, Kirby smart has, dude, he, he has found, he, he, t- he definitely took notes from Saban as far as how to recruit. Of course, I don't know how much Kirby smart helped with the recruiting process. Maybe he was a, 
huge part of that problem. I mean, he had to have been, I guess, right? Because he clearly yeah. knows how to recruit. Because I, I kept saying when Mark Rick got, you know, essentially let go, it was, I mean, it, where does Georgia think they, they're going to be? Like, it, like, why are they upset with nine and ten win seasons, you know? Yeah. Now I can see why. Uh, they're, they're the clear-cut team to beat in the East, and on top of that, they legitimately contend with Alabama. I mean, it's they're neck and neck, which, by the way, Georgia's number two in the rankings now, deservedly so. But yeah, that's gonna make for that's gonna make for some fun matchups. I thought Georgia would take it. I mean, for granted, of course, it's week one. You know, we don't know how good they're gonna be moving forward. But man, it, they looked really good. I won't say it doesn't look like they missed a beat, but because I I didn't watch a lot of the I didn't watch much of the game either. But it's man, they look really good. You can't ask for a better start if you're them. Here to add? No. No, I think you said it all. I I nailed it, basically. Yeah, right? you nailed it. All right. Well, we'll jump to pro football now. Uh, yes, which, by the way, I need to join a fantasy league tomorrow and get on a draft because I don't want to miss <laughs> Thursday's game. I want to be a You want to know that. a fun fact? What's I have that? not one, but two fantasy football drafts tomorrow night. At the same time. That'll be fun. At the same time? Yeah. I'm not pleased with uh, any of those two commissioners. So, Wow. Um, So how many leagues are you in? Are you still in the same amount of leagues? Three, yeah. Still don't know why, but I'm in three. And then then a DraftKings league or whatever? Yes. Wow. You have fun with that. Peer pressure. So you basically you're just not gonna have you're just gonna be watching football games. That's it. Or at least or at least doing or at least doing fantasy. I don't know. Sleeping or I'm gonna be watching football, yeah. I mean I will be too. Man, that's a lot of that's a lot to keep up with, man. Man, you just have to yeah, take twenty minutes out of your day every Sunday and set your lineups. Nah, man. I I mean I'll do that with one league. Like all my attention is going to that one league, so I know it's going to be the best and most thought out that I could do. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do more than one. Because yeah, I've gone over, we've gone over this before, so we don't have to get into it. But yeah, I can't do more than one. But a lot, of, dude. The NFL knocked it out of the park though, as far as setting up Week One matchups. Uh, Thursday, Bills at Rams, hell of a way to start the season. Which was was Josh Allen the consensus fantasy? First fantasy quarterback taken. Like, who's ranked? Is there anybody ranked higher than him? Because I, I obviously haven't gotten in a draft room and I won't until tomorrow. Man, I think on some rankings I've seen, uh, old Pat, he's high, he's ranked a little bit higher, but it's them too. I figured Josh Allen with his running and stuff. I mean, of course, Mahomes can do it too, but Josh Allen, I figured he would be the guy that I would take. If yeah, I had, if sure. I was going to take a quarterback for he, I would take Josh Allen. But I say that I think Josh Allen got taken before. My, yeah, he did. He got Josh Allen got taken first in the in the one I did last week because I ended up getting uh, Mister Mahomes. I I would take I yeah I would take Josh Allen first too, but yeah, Bills at Rams Thursday, uh, Monday night capping off the week. Monday night football Broncos at Seahawks. So that that'll be interesting. Of course, you got the Browns at Panthers on Sunday. Uh, some 
other matchups um, I'm interested in seeing, not quite as, ooh, whoa, you know, what's going to happen here? Of course, former teams and everybody. Uh, Bucks at Cowboys, Sunday night football. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, Packers at Vikings. I think the Vikings can... I think the Vikings could surprise some people. I think, I, I don't know if I can put a number. I think that could be like an 11-12 win team, Minnesota. So I, I, I'm interested to see what they do against Green Bay and who Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to on top of that. Uh, Raiders at Chargers was, looks like a good Sunday matchup. And I got Jags and Washington. Washington on here too, strictly because I want to see how much improvement Jacksonville has made. Trevor Lawrence and company, and just with the new pieces he has around him. So those are the ones interested, or those are the games that look interesting to me. Um, college football Saturday, jumping back to it, coming up this Saturday. Not reflecting on this past. I haven't weeks. even looked at any of the matchups. I looked at some of them. There aren't. There aren't really a whole lot of big games. The big games are uh, number nine, Baylor at 21, BYU. Or no, yeah, 21. Uh, Kentucky at Florida, a 20 and 12 matchup. And then Tennessee at Pitt. That's kind of a another one that... And it's intriguing. It is intriguing. Of course, it's kind of typical. Tennessee's getting all the love, which I haven't seen enough of Tennessee to think that... Or to know whether or not they're worth that ranking or... It seems like Tennessee is, I mean, that's what recent history has told us. You know, Tennessee is thought of as higher than what they really are. Ever since, like, the Josh Dobbs era, where I I remember that one announcer was like, hey, you're having to replace the legend, legendary Josh Dobbs. I'm like, legendary? We're going to throw, we're going to call him legendary? Peyton Manning is legendary. Didn't, in that in the game we went to it, uh, Nalen didn't Dob start and he get beat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then they had they that had was a like fun game. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't even remember who the the running back was, but I was like, they have like a tight end playing running back. It made it made no sense to me. I mean, they had this big like six foot something running back that really wasn't that good, and you could tell everybody thought really highly of him and Dobbs and all that. Josh Dobbs is more like a Kellen Mond. Uh slightly less slightly less good than your wow, I really said that. I, I, I would say he's like just a little bit under Kellen Mond's ability. Or maybe yeah, they're pretty close, I would say. And but yeah, legendary was some I was just I just cringed when I heard that. I was like, come on. Like what if, they're, what if they were being sarcastic? They were not. She was she was a sideline reporter and she was saying it like the legendary Josh Jobs that you're gonna have to replace. I'm like, whoa. Like we just throw words around like legendary now, apparently. But yeah, that that's essentially pe- people it's all they're almost like the Notre Dame of Tennessee in a sense that or not not Notre Dame, I would say Texas of the SEC, which we can't say that much longer because Texas is about to join. But they keep waiting for Tennessee to be back, is what yeah. I'm saying. That like the people are waiting for Tennessee to be back to what they were, and they're just not. They're not there. They're not going to be there anytime soon, from what I can see. They're going to have seasons where they win eight games, and 
you know, but they should. It's Tennessee. But they're not going to be 96 Tennessee. You know, they're they're not – we're not going to see – well, no, we might see an ESPN tweet of Tennessee is back, although they kind of reserve that for I, Texas. I think they already put that out last week. So. <laughs> they, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because that, that that's essentially what they are of our or our the SEC league is they keep the media keeps waiting for them to be back and it's always premature and they're just not there they're not there but yeah those are the big games that stood out to me um, a couple of go, going to Arkansas teams listen to this of course Arkansas is hosting South Carolina but yeah. UCA. University of Central Arkansas at Ole Miss, and yep. here's the other. Here, here's the other the one. The other one's a beatdown. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, Arkansas State at Ohio State. So that's gonna not be Ooh. fun for Arkansas State. I will check it out if it's on TV. Like that's the thing. I don't know if it'll even be on. Uh, just to watch CJ Stroud. Of course, how long will he play? I don't know. Probably a half, maybe. So. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I mean, probably won't watch it just because it's not going to be interesting. But well, he'll be responsible for at least five touchdowns a bit before he gets pulled. <laughs> probably because Arkansas State's not what they were, you know, five years ago when they were. Yeah, so you say five years ago, they were doing pretty good, but they were the best team in the state five years ago. Yep. By a lot. Uh, they, they, there was a stretch they would have beaten Arkansas probably four years in a row had they played. Mm, maybe the Chad Morris years, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they would have gotten us during Bielema. I think they probably. I think they could have beaten them the last year. Bielema's last year, I think definitely John them. L. Oh yeah, and that was the thing. <laughs> John, yeah, well, yeah, definitely John L. Of course, Bielema was in between that. Oh man. Yeah, well, we don't. Yeah, let's let's push those memories away. We try not to have them. But, okay, Arkansas-South Carolina pick and score real quick. Pick and score, I will say Arkansas 35, South Carolina 21. 35-21. All right. I'm going to say Arkansas 38, South Carolina 24. I'll go with that. I think Cam Little's going to, by the way, still just an absolute stud kicker, by the way. Just extra points, just looking perfect. Big Cam Little fan. But, yeah, okay, so there's your pick. Picks, uh, plural. And I did see, I did see as I was kind of putting the topic list together, of course, last minute, uh, Pat Bev uh, headline. Yeah, uh, I've seen ex- that. Too. Excited to play with with Russell Westbrook. Did you see the video of the press conference? About where they say he said AD and LeBron get to play with him. That I don't one. know about that, but but this was a post workout like today. It might have been. It might have been today where it was like a post workout with the Lakers, and he's still all sweaty and stuff. And then Westbrook walks into the room as he's talking about him, and uh, Westbrook throws him a towel, and he's like. He was like, oh, thanks. He was like, oh, thanks, man. Uh, he was like, he was like, good dime. First of many. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> like you could tell yeah. they, you could tell they were like kind of waiting to do that, you know? 
uh, for for the media, but I don't know. Maybe it'll work. I mean, Pat Bev just wants to win. I don't think he cares who it's with. And I'm sure Westbrook does too. Westbrook just doesn't have any self awareness of how's the best way I can help this team. You know, he's he just plays the same way he did ten years ago, and that's not working anymore. And it really didn't work then. Uh, it, did, it did in spurts, but it's definitely not working now. But if anybody's going to tell him, hey, cut that, cut that shit out, it's going to be Pat Bev. You know, might not might not always go well. And he even said that. He even said sometimes we're going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations. But you know, it's what it is. You know, I'm interested in helping the team win. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and I feel like we should have more to talk about. There's a lot more going on this week than we talked about, and we cut we like covered everything. Just not yeah. a lot of mar- just not a lot of marquee games really next weekend, but we'll get there. And I will say this before we sign out. Uh, on just a different note, uh, rest in peace, Eliza Fletcher, the Memphis school teacher mother who was uh, unfortunately and senselessly ab- abducted and killed. I think it was Friday, September 2nd. Her body was recovered today. Uh, a lot of people around the community and beyond are going to honor her tomorrow by running 3.4 miles because uh, that's how old she was, 34 years old. And I will be doing that as well. I'll be getting a 3.4-mile run-in for Eliza Fletcher. Uh, tragic, misfortunate, but rest in peace to her. Uh, prayers for prayers for her family. And, but on a different, you know, more positive note, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. And we'll be back next week, uh, same about same time next Tuesday. And I I really had to search for a number for this one, number forty six, the Andy Pettit episode. So, yeah, there aren't a lot of forty sixes. Yeah, Patrick saying good research, but that's I mean that's, that's not a knock on Pettit. You know, Pettit was a player. He had over two hundred wins. He's a champion. But until then, uh, this is Grandpa. It's Brother Brown. And we're out. Till next time, y'all.